Hello, everyone. We're Hi. having a, a minor interlude session today. This is Radiance Adrift. I guess based on Jonathan's first ever advice on the podcast is that we should do character introductions every episode. So um, let me do a brief recap and then we can go into character introductions. Let's see, what has happened? We're in the town of Blywyn Vale in the country of Surinus, and there's a crack, a tear. Radiance pours through it. Radiant energy and magic pours through it and fills the space. Let's see. We have our adventurers of three. One is an isekai person. One is the town stalwart person. Uh, and then another is a roaming radiant entity. Mm-hmm. What happened in the town? You guys fought off the lake growth that was encroaching on the lake waters of Blywyn Vale. You guys helped the villagers relocate to the safer structures. You saw the approach of the Pa'an tribe, which usually terrorizes the region, but because of the stalwart Gaius, uh, leaves Blywyn Vale alone for the most part. And then you, for some reason, the Pa'an was working under a group called the Obsidian Enigma, led by, uh, I completely forgot his name. I have to check my own character notes now. <laughs> I should really pin this. Julian, that's what his name is. Led by, oh, the Pa'an are like working under this weird scientific group, which you guys went to go confront them after they caused a minor radiance tornado to form over their newly created, magically created headquarters right outside the town of Vale. And while you were there, there was some bullying that happened outside the front gates. And they You're just a little bullying. And then a just a little bit of bullying, and then Sarah decided to try to stab people in the eyes multiple times. Um, and it was going okay, but then she started getting like into a into a locked hold where her dog had to come and save her. Um, and then, then you guys went into the actual tent proper, and Sarah got an introduct and got introduced and earned a title of the Pa'an. What does that mean? Who knows? Yeah. In inside the research facility, you saw a black blot of energy, mm-hmm. and it was familiar and caused memories to old, maybe almost forgotten or suppressed memories to be brought forth and renewed. And that's where we are. We should do character introductions. Who wants to go first? Oh, um. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm playing Shahir, the Radiant Traveler, I guess. And give me a, a feeling. How are you feeling, like, as you leave this tent area? How's Shahir feeling? Uh, let me yeah. try to get back into his mindset. Let's see. So, he touched Gaius's newly acquired, uh, what was it, like a gauntlet or something? Yeah, it was a black gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And it, some 
old memories resurfaced. Um, I don't know. I guess a lot of conflicted feelings. You know, how did how did what was your character's name again? The um, Yensel. Yulian. Yulian, yes, <laughs> Yulian. <laughs> That's how I remember him. Sorry. He's not him. supposed sorry. to be an Incel. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um. Yulian. Uh, he's supposed uh, to be like a plush scientist who reaches for things that might not be normally reached for in regular magical science. Okay. okay. I'll also call him the insult. <laughs> Is it someone called him that and it just stuck to me for some reason? No, no, it's okay. That That's his character. It's so funny because um, players, as people, they'll just throw out adjectives that are like in their head when the DM describing stuff, and the DM just basically has to roll with that. And that applies to other players as well. So mm-hmm. if, like, in your character introductions, you're like, oh, this person's stinky, that stinky adjective can be stuck and attached to that character persona forever. Oh, boy. <laughs> Gotta make sure yeah. I don't see anything yeah. weird about you here, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'd say he's feeling pretty conflicted right now, you know. Um, trying to figure out where Yulin Yulin Yulian Yulian I was already forgetting my bad <laughs> Yulian um, got this uh, very familiar energy from um, I feel a little weird towards Gaius because I'm sure Shahir realizes that uh, Gaius also had this like flashback of memories uh, but right now, I think he wants to just sort of figure out where he goes from here, because he's trying to be, I guess, more open to the idea that maybe he doesn't know everything there is about radiant magic and all that. Mm. And then we have our second player. Hello. Hi. I'm Sarah playing Sarah in D&D. I got isekai'd with my dog, or more like my dog. No, I I got isekai'd with my dog. Yeah, um, just chilling, stabbed a few people, just vibing as long as no one looks at my dog weirdly. Yeah, I mean, simple as that, I guess. And uh, as for our setup today, I did not get out my microphone or anything like that, so we're just going full scuffed mode. And this will be a shorter session, so... We'll mostly cover the events of the night right after this radiant energy appeared, dissipated. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, Sarah, how is Sarah feeling? How are you feeling um, having earned a title, Sarah the Serpent of the Pa'an? I'm be real. Just chilling. Like, just don't look at my dog. Too weird. I will stab your eyes out. Like, honestly. Tired, but the adrenaline is definitely there. Mm. And, and like the pawn are definitely respect this attitude of like you're super chill, but if you do anything weird or wrong, you you just resort to immediate eye stabbage. Yeah, no one look at my dog weirdly. She's lovely. <laughs> I, I guess think we like, start uh, with Gaius. Yeah, we start with Gaius. Um, Guys who can't be here today steps out of the little research area, the central research area, and 
Rakshir, the unbreakable thighs, looks over and immediately walks over to Gaius, and you hear a sort of, like, hush, but urgent conversation happening, and then Rakshir sort of walks off, and Gaius follows behind. Um, Gaius saying they they need to go talk about something. <clears throat> and so Gaius disappears, and that's how we account for a player missing. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Nice. I'm sure Shahir feels a little bit relief that Gaius leaves. He probably doesn't want to discuss um, those weird memories that they shared. (laughs) Mm. But uh, yeah, let everyone like have the a bit of time before before having to face that. And so, Sarah, you see walking out a radiant phoenix, and also. At the same time, um, Shahir, you do see Sarah being sort of like celebrated by the Pa'an. Uh, I think Shahir is a little bit confused about <laughs> what exactly is going on. He's not really used to, I guess, these barbarians. And seeing as how Sarah almost murdered someone, she's being celebrated. So he's kind of just a bit standoffish about it. Mm. Uh, and do you guys want to talk to each other or are you guys just going to ignore each other? Um, I don't know. Shahir, what, what does Sarah want to do? <laughs> <laughs> How's Vivi doing? You check on Vivi, and Vivi is looking around sort of curiously, but um, not super active, just sort of looking around. Okay, uh, then I'm going to step away from the crowd, because they're going to probably still do their own thing. I go over to Shahir so we can figure out what to do now. So as we stand now, Gaius um, is gone. He so he was sort of like the leader, I guess, unofficially. He kind of going, Yeah, which is kind of funny. But um, I, don't know, I think Shahir right now, um, he is still interested in figuring out exactly what Yulian is doing. I don't think we want to do anything big plot-wise yet. Gaius gone. We can. can. The the thing is, um, yeah, we can do as much stuff. uh, In interludes previously, I've had whole, like, continents destroyed, so we can do whatever. Hey, you want to destroy a continent with me? Like, we got time. (laughs) What what did you have in mind? How are we destroying a continent? First, we go for Yulian's eyes. And whatever he has on him, we take that, and we make a mad dash for it. Go destroy what if... Go destroy stuff. Well, as much as I... Earlier, I wanted to take out his eyes. I think for now, he might be useful, hopefully. Mm. So maybe some threats, but no maiming as of yet. How about hostage? Or we can go play with Total D and Total Dumb. You have a point there. Where are they, DM? they, They are currently... We left them off punching each other and laughing. Um... And so they're they're still doing that. They're still doing that. <laughs> okay. So. I'm gonna march up to them. Um, and let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, is there sort of like any like sort of like tall boulder or maybe like a tree, tree trunk? Any sort of surface is what I'm, um, is what I'm looking for. The town of Blywindvale's sort of situated on a it's it's sort of on a slope, but it's on a pretty exposed. Slope. There's like a tree line slightly further down. There's um, 
there's like the the wall ramparts that are made out of stone um and then there's like maybe a couple hundred feet away there's as always uh, in any fantasy setting a, a cliff with a very very long drop mm-hmm. uh, so it's sort of nestled in this like alcove that overlooks the mountain range the cliff is not a, a super super long drop it's maybe 100 200 so feet and it, that one's maybe about 600 feet away from the edge of the village. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to kill him. Or am I? <laughs> I don't know yet. But I'm looking... I, hey, <laughs> I'm looking to arm wrestle them. Okay. Orga steps forward and goes, Oh. Bird. Bird person. We're supposed to watch. Or get back here. Uh, no, no. Listen here, you idiots. You pushed me around earlier. I wasn't on my game. Right now, I I want to prove a point. I'm challenge. I'm challenging both you to an arm wrestle. Oh. Oh. And like uh, the the pot on sort of like look around for Rakshir, who's supposed to like judge any sort of challenges or anything. And they sort of look around aimlessly. And uh, Blorg, Blor says. Uh, boss, boss, not around. You don't need your boss to arm wrestle me. Are you scared or something? Yeah. Oh, I'm not scared. Bring your dumb ass over to this table over here, and I just point to a table that is hopefully in the direction that I point. Yeah, sure, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, suddenly a table appears <laughs> no, uh, around the corner, out of sight of the camera range. You see a table around the corner, and uh, the, the pawn are sort of like, getting hyped, but they don't really know how everything's supposed to go because there's no one issuing commands. Um, so you, like, Orga and Blore sort of, like, bump each other and, like, come up to the table. Sarah, what are you doing while this is happening? Uh, be honest, I just wanted to start a fight, and the good thing is, I don't have to do that, so I'm gonna go get materials so I can make sure Vivi's comfortable. Mm. Where would you like to get materials from? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out, like, because I want to get her, like, a baby bag. You know, like, how you shove baby's legs and stuff <laughs> into, like, those backpacks on the table? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need that. And I also need to get her, like, some food, because I don't know when's the last time she ate real dog food. She ate a Radiance Tornado earlier today. Uh, That's not nutrients. She needs nutrients. <laughs> That's true. So I might go look for some, like, meat or something that I can cook for. Okay. So I'll have fun. Sure. I'm going to go chill out and, like, take care of my dog. All right, sounds good. Shahir just adjusts his robes, putting back the arm sleeves, getting ready to arm wrestle one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, they both step forward and... They like grab onto each other's arms and are ready to arm wrestle two at the same time. I don't know if <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Fuck it. We balling. All right. Um, oh, wait. Hey, wait. Aren't the, like birds' bones like hollow? That's all right. He has big muscles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Where's my D20, um, which I'm assuming I'm going to need? Uh, yes. You know what you should do? You should just flip a coin. Then. To see which one it lands on. 50-50 chance. Um, 
that's sort of not in the spirit of the D20, which I will let decide this right now. Sounds good. Uh, I keep trying to find keep trying to find music, but yeah, I don't know any royalty free music. Is lo-fi royalty free? Is what? Uh, lo-fi. Yeah, I can do lo-fi. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just this really just chill music in the background and this really intense arm wrestling battle. Hmm. Uh. So Shahir, do you got any like plans to like? how to win or is just gonna hope for brute strength uh um, brute strength this plus a little bit of magic plus a little bit of magic we love that all right you step forward on and get onto the table and they you watch as they grab each other's arms and they they sort of like lean over together and place their elbows on the table together all right it's a little silly but i'll grab <laughs> i'll grab each arm you know I don't know. I'm trying to visualize this. So, like, if I'm winning, their hands are hitting together. So, yeah, yeah. So, they're, uh, Blor is in front of Orange, or Orga, and they both have their right arm out, and, like, they both have put their elbows on the table, and so they're both the right arms are facing against yours. Both of them, okay. Okay, I see now. <laughs> so, I'm pushing both of their hands yeah, yeah. down. Yeah. Wow. They yeah. really do like sticking together, I see. Okay. Yes. Mm. Okay. The crowd starts going, push, push, fight. I'm scared. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to enter a rage first, you know, you know, pumped up. And uh, since I'm a wild magic barbarian, I get a little funny effect. Let's see. Let's roll that D8. An eight, what does that mean? Okay, it's a little bit of a cheater move, but um, I'll tell you the effect that once we we start the arm wrestle, okay. all right. Okay. So, what kind of what kind of roll is this? Um, you watch it as they they reach out together and they like they both, um, when they do something together, they like amplify each other's talents individually, they're just sort of like dumb brute type things, but. Together, Orga and Blore, you watch as they like grip each other, and one is providing the like backside support, and one's providing the sort of like traction on the table, the main focal point. And so that together they seem to like push heavily against mm -hmm. your your arm. That what happens? happens? Um, would you like me to roll a strength check? Uh, describe your, your rage. rage first. All right. Mm. It's um, Shahir usually has like sort of a cold, calculating range, um, sort of a composure about him, or you know, tames the beast, I guess. <laughs> but um, but this time mm -hmm. he's going, he's pissed. He his pride is wounded after getting pushed down around by these two idiots last session. This time he wants revenge. Pulls up his sleeve, just flexes super hard and you don't expect to see him but you can see his muscles <laughs> his biceps bulging despite his feathers and he just slams his elbow on the table ready to take these two on and um as as this uh competition starts 
Uh, the rage effect shoots out a bolt of light from the from my chest, and it causes the target to be blinded. <laughs> okay. Also, does one one d six radiant damage, but I um, can skip that if you want. Okay. Um. I also rolled, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Sarah, you're like walking away. And it, you're like, okay, it's time to go find some food. And suddenly, the light, the constant crack in the sky, suddenly it grows much dimmer. And it seems to, it seems to diminish. And then suddenly behind you, exploding with sort of the like consumed radiant energy is an angry Shahir who starts blasting light rays out of mm -hmm. himself. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I'm gonna roll... Do they need to roll to be Let's blinded? See, or what does it say? Uh, a constitution Probably save. a constitution. Okay. Uh, they rolled a 12. Yeah, had to Even be a 13. helping each other. Uh, so. <laughs> so, I guess they are blinded. They, they okay. like... As this radiance explodes outwards, the whole crowd goes, ah! And Borgo and Blor go, ah! I can't see! I can't see! Let's go. Shigeru's gonna take full advantage of that. He's gonna try to slam their fists down on the table. Okay. Go ahead and roll a strength check with advantage. And I'll roll a strength check for them with disadvantage, but it cancels out, so it's just one straight roll. Uh, strength check? Let's see. All right. Mm -hmm. I got a 16. 16. Oh. They rolled a 7. Let's look and go. <laughs> Finally, you. they're not rolling 18s. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Great. So, in their moment of distracted, they both sort of like lift up their left hand, trying to block out this blinding radiance as Shahir unleashes the full wild magic onto the crowd. And you watch as where Shahir wherever you like touch physically you watch as the the rock seems to crumble away into dust and then where it where your arm sits in that new dust it sort of forms into soil and you watch as tiny little plants begin to sprout from it as this burst of radiance fills the area and you grab their arms um as you grab their arm it does seem to uh their hair on their arm blue and orange seem to grow at a rapid rate tangling together and sort of like forming this clogged arm hairball thing that you grab and you start pushing down onto the table they are so surprised um both them and the crowd are so surprised by this that without any effort you slam both their arms Let's onto go. the no table. No one fucking misses the Shahir. <laughs> go ahead and roll sure. another strength check for me, please. Uh, is it still with advantage? Because I got rage or not? All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, that is a 21. 21? Oh, that's so As good. you slam their arm down, you push and you hear, you hear a cracking, snapping noise. Did I break their arms? Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Good. You, you did break their arms. 
as as you're like in this radiant form, I rolled a natural hundred on the d hundred. By the way, normally the radiance does not diminish oh. at all. But okay. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it it rolls with advantage because the research facility mm. is here. Interesting. Um, but that's yeah. In this form, you feel like you could channel radiance into their arms to heal the just broken bones, or you can channel it somewhere else. The crowd goes, Oh, he broke their arms. And like uh, you watch as the brainless little serpent guy comes forward and like picks up their both their entangled arms and waves the sort of limp mass just around and you watch as it <laughs> further yeah. breaks and the crowd goes, yeah! Um, what do I do with this extra radiance? I don't know. Uh, do I just punch him? <laughs> I'll, you I'll have punch him and, and, and it'll you, heal you, Okay. You have regained your... Okay. You've regained your honor and sort of put that shame of being bested by these two idiots behind. And you've also regained the honor of the, mm. the pot on... You reach out and punch them in the face. Sure. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. Let's see. We're gonna roll a um a one. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I would like. Would you to like roll to roll with advantage? advantage? A little embarrassing. They're blind, so you know it's easier. All right, mm. that's a little bit better. That's a nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. And you rear back and you punch them in their face. And normally their hair like. Cur one, the blue one curves off to the right usually stands on the right hand side and the orange one stands on the left and the hair curves off to the left but as you watch this punch collides with the orange and then with blue and you watch as the hair seems to swirl following that strike pattern and you watch as they become entangled in their own web of orange and so blue hair kind of this massive hairball <laughs> sort what? of mm -hmm. yeah Oh, my, my arm! I can't see! Yeah, it's what they deserve. <laughs> yeah, I think Shahir is satisfied getting his pride back. And he he walks off, probably to find Sarah. Mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't have much else to do. He's still a little... Go ahead and roll a wisdom save. Me or Sarah? Please. Me. Shahir, okay. You. Here. Wisdom. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. You, like, start walking off to go find Sarah, and this surge of radiance fills you, and in it, you feel the urge to return to the rift. You've never felt it before. Maybe it's because you've drawn so much of the power but you feel this sudden urge to take to the sky and just to fly directly into the rift. How badly do I want to fight this urge? Mm. I think I will do it. I know what happens when I go into the rift. Have I done this before? Okay. This is what I'm basically asking. You... I don't know. That would be up to you. No, let's say fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> I already said fuck it before, let's fuck it again. Go into the rift. <laughs> okay. Sarah, you watch as this blinding figure of radiance 
flaps their wings and takes off. And it's it's a sort of astounding sight as this just like glowing ball of radiance heads to where the crack should be, but it, the crack is now greatly diminished. And as you watch, this blinding radiant figure slams into the rift. And with that, the radiance floods back into normal amounts. The radiance rift returning to normal as your friend has now disappeared into the, the rift. Mm. Uh, I flip him off where he left, and I continue <laughs> okay, that's to fair. get stuff. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess it's just me now. So, uh... Okay. We'll, One thing. Yeah, we'll, su- we'll switch over to Sarah. Sarah, are you looking for meat in the Pa'an camp, or in the, like, Blywin Vale village? Hmm... Or somewhere else. Who do you think will give me more free stuff? That is an excellent question to ask. Um, you can ask around. You can talk to them. You could also make a... In Pathfinder, it would be a society check. But in this one, I'd guess it would be a... Like a... In... Insight, probably? Make an insight check for me, please. Oh, I knew I forgot to do something, and that was pull up my character chart. <laughs> One sec. Uh, do 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 Okay, good. Sorry. And you said an insight check? Yes. Okay. I'm looking. And I got a... That's a one plus two. That's a three. A natural one? Yep. Yeah. Obviously the most free stuff would be just to go around and slaughter the... the goats that you saw earlier. Ooh. That would be a good idea. Because so they're obviously... People ...and them give it to me. Mmm. Mmm. So... Let's see. Oh, why isn't Gaius here? He just gives me free stuff. Come on, man. Oh, man. Okay. No, I just wanna go beat someone up right now. But I feel like I should worry about Vivian. Um... I actually wanna try using some more of the spells I have. That I mm-hmm. haven't really got to use. And one of them, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's called Unseen Servant. Mm-hmm. Um, the spell creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force that performs simple tasks until the spell ends. And I'm quite lazy and I like people doing things for me uh, that I don't really want to do. And I was wondering if I can get that to go get materials that I need. Yeah. yeah. Um... It definitely could. It can't speak, I think. So it would just be an invisible person picking stuff up and leaving. Works for me. Uh, I just, I'm sorry, I don't know how this works. Uh, so I just, you might have to tell me how this works. I just say, yo, like, oh shit, I really, I don't want to do this right now. I wish somebody would go get me some meat for my dog that's easy to process and digest as well as some blankets and stuff 
and then boom, bam, out of thin air, things start appearing one after the other, you know, something like that. <laughs> no. Um, pretty, pretty much. Oh, yay. Um, so you, hmm, don't know. So you have this, like, idea in your head that you want to have an invisible helper person show up. What do you do to make the invisible helper person show up? What would I do? I'd probably just be really like, ah, oh, man. Like, imagine if, you know, I think back to, like, some of the animes I've seen of, like, ghosts and stuff helping them, or, like, godly people in the sky that isekite them in, thinking, like, man, why isn't no one helping me out here right now? I could really use it. <laughs> Where's my isekai? Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. So you you think about it, and suddenly you feel something appear next to you, and you're in your brain. You can you can sort of like what would they look like? Mm, I personally think that they would be like just like a like a version of me, but like not the real me. Okay, so a, a sort of not real Sarah appears next to you and starts going off to do food stuff? Yes. Okay. Sweet! Yay, now I can do double the things! That's now you can do double the things, except no one else can see the other Sarah and... I mean, the, it'll just start taking stuff from people, basically. Not my problem. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Man, I really don't know what to do. Like, it's it's kind of, like, slowed down now. You know? Shahir got his revenge at, at arm wrestling, and Gaius is just doing his thing. <laughs> and I got my second me doing whatever I need to be doing. <laughs> can I just go beat someone up, I guess? I don't know. You, you definitely can, but it's it's this moment in the isekai where you sort of need to figure out, like, what you want to do in this isekai world. Dang, you're right. Uh, I mean, I was just chilling. I want Vivi to have the best life that she can. That's what I want. <laughs> Yep. So, okay. is there any thoughts on what the best life she can entails? Vivi cold. Hmm. Vivi's already perfect, so she doesn't need anything. Like, she already- I can already give her everything. Oh! Her own castle would be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I was curious, uh, Yulian's, like, research lab, how does- how did they get it here? They had stone speakers, or stone shapers. They had magic. So is there like a way to steal it? The, would you like to try to find out? Yes. Okay. So you like... Your other self is off doing errand type stuff, and now you can go off and find things that are actually interesting. You head back and you look at the walls of the research compound. The pawn don't don't pay you any mind. They've gone back to taking watch and doing their own stuff. Um, 
and but you walk up the stone is pretty amazing because it's like concrete um, it is perfectly smooth perfect uniform texture no bricks no layers it's and it but you do look at how it's pushed into the ground and it looks like it's sort of unevenly pushed into the ground as if it was just created in thin air and then fell onto the the stone gravelly area that you're standing on so it does seem to be created via magic somehow weird okay i was hoping it'd be on like wheels or something i can like drive it away um <laughs> yeah hmm. probably not so typically there has to be some yeah, it means that someone here knows how to shape stone out of thin air. Probably has to be that Yelian man, doesn't it? Gonna... Can I take like a check, like an investigation check? I don't know how checks work. Can I can like investigate to see how it operates? Like, who's operating it? Yeah, so investigation is usually you like searching around for something. Like if you misplace your keys and you need to go search for it. Um, mm -hmm. So it'd be like if you entered the actual research area and you just like were looking around. Weird. Okay. Like, well, mm -hmm. I don't want to take Vivian in because I feel like that's what they want. Like they want her in there. She Can is I? of pretty massive interest to the Obsidian and Enigma. Hang it. Okay. While you're thinking of what to do, I think I'm going to cut mm -hmm. back to Jonathan. Yeah, good idea. Sure, sure what's up? Mm -hmm. Jonathan, we're here. You fly up into the open sky where the ever-shifting colors of the moon greets you for a little bit. And then you fly into the rift itself, crashing into waves and waves of endless radiance. And you feel your... your... Your form is being changed and squished and compressed and drawn out into an expanded form and suddenly you're awash inside the positive Ooh. energy plane. What do I see? <laughs> of course. First, make a constitution saving throw. Alright. What is that? This all black die sometimes is annoying. It's 13. It looks so cool, but then when I'm trying to read what <laughs> it's so fancy like, looking. Um, it's, I got 13. Okay. So you you feel the endless energy of radiant magic, of positive energy flowing around you. And your natural body wants to almost rejoin this radiance, to lose its all its form, all of its memories, and just to give in to this endless positive energy i do i, I am feeling like that <laughs> but but you manage to hold yourself back because there's mm. still stuff you'd want to do yes despite how tired stuff i am you need to take care of i just want to give up still stuff i gotta do i made a promise and as this sort of like dilemma floats in your head a little bit you do come across a pocket there are pockets in the positive energy plane of less intense positive energy, you come across a pocket of probably where you were first 
first like pulled from this endless radiance something that you would almost consider to be a birthplace or home it's a large circular dais with multiple columns spread out around it and moving in between the columns is one of the very few residents of the positive energy plague <clears throat> an ancient automaton unaffected by the ravages of positive energy and unending in their in their duties created you don't know you don't know how long it's been there what it is but it's this automaton with six long arms and a multifaceted sort of mirrored head um, in a hexagonal <clears throat> box that roams around wow. and plucks strands of radiant energy every so often. Ooh, and what is it doing with that radiance? Currently, as you land onto this platform, oh, okay. it doesn't seem to be active right now. Let's see. Can I do some investigation? See why it's not active? Alright. Yeah. Mm -mm. I got... An 18. Whoa. Oh, 19, I guess. 19. 19. So, you remember it sort of pulling together wisps of radiance, and you remember growing up with it, and it sort of like guiding guiding your formal training to become dad. a guardian <laughs> it doesn't ha it doesn't have to be i'm just making um, jokes <laughs> i guess but, um... yeah i mean it's a it's an, it's an automaton so i guess it, it's robot parent <laughs> yeah. uh... <clears throat> normally it moves around via it has sort of a several energy crystals that it can store radiance energy and then use itself to power. But as you look at it, something seems to have removed the strange. Now, who's going around making magical energy? Hmm. Maybe a certain incel you know about. <laughs> but, um,. I guess. Uh, would you hear come to that conclusion? Maybe. Um, I, I would say make an intelligence okay. check or a wisdom check, either way. Well, fuck me. Alright. Um, uh, it's plus one either way. I got a three. No. Ah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it doesn't seem to be moving, and you figured out why it's not moving, but that's as much as, like, yeah. you didn't really care about oh, why. I feel like it might be important for this thing to be on, so is there any way I can, I can or I guess, to turn back on? Hmm. You might not have the capacity to design anything or to to fix it. I mean, you could... I would say make an Arcana check. Um, you you can certainly try. I don't... I hope, I'm gonna set the DC probably outside of your All right, not 20, here possible we go. range. <laughs> But right. we can just normal roll, no advantage or anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, just a All right. a normal intelligence arcana check. What is roll. that? Not a twenty. I'm, I'm pretty sure I failed. And I got let's see, arcana, an eleven. Mm-hmm. Eleven. You look at it, and you feel like you 
there could be something that could be done. Either you could get the crystal back, or or maybe you could design a new set of crystals. But you know that this automaton regulates sort of the creation of other radiant creatures. I do want to fix it. If something happens to me, who else is going to help solve the problems? I don't know what to do, so I think I'm just going to leave it be. Maybe I can find out who took it later. And you do, you do think about how Sarah did fall from this radiant energy plane and is, <laughs> has been fairly right. smart, albeit a little bloodthirsty. Um, and so Sarah might be able to design something. You know, Yulian would probably be able to design something unless he's up to some fishy stuff. Sarah or Yulian? Yeah. Okay. I'll think on that. Is there anything else in this area? In this, I'm assuming a white void. Time, I'm imagining it. Yeah, it's a, it's mainly, it is mainly an endless white void. Let's see. I have any voices up here to you. That's the same roll. I'm gonna roll until I get something different. Okay. In the positive energy, it does connect to different points of time. And you do see old past memories of yourself, almost, being formed and trained and given your orders to guard the mm-hmm. balance on the material plane. Back when I was so naive. But what does balance mean? And what balance meant was making sure there were war and chaos in the world. But things, once I've lived my life in the mortal, mortal realm, things are much more complicated than it seems. There might not be that same cosmological mm-hmm. warfare anymore, but there is still violence, anger, yeah. pain, all of those things. Too much to think on. I <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to think on. I think we're gonna cut back to Sarah. I didn't roll very high, so okay, you didn't see cool. any like other weird timeline anything. So, Sarah! You... Yeah. Are you entering the research facility? That's my first question. Right now, um, me in the game, and me, not in the game, are stumped. I'm trying to figure this out. My only... As I am alone right now, um, I've already sent off my personal assistant to go get stuff for Vivi. I'm trying to break in to and steal this giant place for myself and Vivian, obviously, because she deserves it. Um, trying to figure out how to break in. I could try using another spell because I've realized that I might have a few abilities. That's just Vivi's OP, so... Um, uh, also, the doors are unlocked. You could just walk in if you really want to. Vivian, I just don't want to sneak in. I will literally go on a rampage and I'm not even like a barbarian. <laughs> yeah, so. um, the, the dilemma. Do you take Vivian and risk her being captured on the inside, or do you leave her somewhere and risk her being taken away on the outside? How much do we um, trust the lady I tried stabbing earlier? The big lady. Rakshir? Guy seems to trust her um, quite a lot. 
She's she's always kept her word, albeit it's a pretty rough and tumble word. Wait, okay. I'll go over to her, and I'll say, I'll, I'll just go up to her, look her straight in the eyes, and be like, "I'm be real, homie. I need you to watch my oh. dog." She is off with Gaius right now. Fuck. Where do I have her? <laughs> you can be very nice as Hops, I guess. I can't so. take your hand. <laughs> oh. No trust. I... She needs to be... Like, if I am not 100% sure, she's going to be safe. Uh, uh, so I don't know. So, you here? Do you know when you'll be back? You need uh, to I know. <laughs> okay, I, I have... As you're loitering outside of this research facility, you hear a voice from around the corner stepping out of the, like, sort of well-lit, dimly-lit areas. You see a long, very finely-dressed man, and it is Yulian, Longenesis from before. Now... What have we here? You were the one who stabbed me earlier, weren't you? Maybe. And what might you be doing around my research facility? Uh, personally, just a little curious. Like, is it a car or a plane or do you like pick it up or how do you get this around? Like, how do you get this research facility off the ground? Mm. So you're a scientist, are you? Come inside. We have uh, We can discuss magic. Uh, 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 oh. 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 I assure you. While that animal might be particularly interesting, I have my own research right now. Okay, I'll trust you. If you drew anything, I'll stab you again. Um, mm, I would not want to stabbed again, would I? Sweet, okay, come guess in. we're going in. <laughs> come in, come in. Uh, so, Sarah, this is the first time you enter the research facility with Yulian Longenesis. You see that there are, the as the night progresses, the devices and everything have sort of been like left undetended, some have been disconnected from other things, and you do see that dark splotch in the middle of it, as well as the open roof. <laughs> and you see many, many classical mad scientist instrumentations throughout this facility, uh, as well as what looks like arcane runes, as well as notes everywhere. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, Yolian was it? Uh, so how does this thing uh, get off the ground? Now that we're here. Oh, uh, this structure is quite permanent. We summoned it into existence and now it has fully assumed its position in the material plane. Great, okay. And, uh... But you might be wondering how we've done such a task, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. Mm. So, we have formulas, and he opens a several set of notebooks and, like, shows you pretty intricate-looking charts and, like, formulas that 
you look at it and they they have symbols that you don't recognize, but you can see like the general gist of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually pull my phone out and I start taking pictures of things because that could be helpful. Oh. Oh my. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Normally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as you take pictures of it and you try to look at the pictures. It seems to be blank. Like technology can't seem to capture it quite right. Um, like, like quite right. Like, is there anything left? Yeah. So on the first picture, it seems like there's like the barest hint. Um, and then on the second picture, you see there's like it's almost as if it's the words are getting darker on the page. You would probably have to spend some amount of time taking pictures until the phone actually got it all. It seems like technology is able to barely process magical text, but it like it takes time to fully. So why I'm doing this is in game, there's wizards have the ability to copy other wizard spell books, but mm. it, it always takes time and gold. So uh. I'm translating that into the technology also needs time to like capture more and more of the magical runes and formulas and everything sweet okay and so i guess well I, I guess i'll just pull it out and i'll like start a video and i'll start asking him more questions okay uh, so you pull out and you just like set basically like a time lapse video stand of this page of notes yeah like and julian looks at this and julian looks at this and says interesting are you a practicer of the arcane? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I know how it works. Uh, I don't build it, but... Pretty neat. So, like, my man, what kind of spells you got? Or, like, special tech you got? Like, anything fun to play with? So... So the interesting things happen when the radiant energy collides with the negative energy, which... I only have this small sample of, but there is an entire plane of existence. When the two collide, they cause a miniature explosion of various different elements. Elements including the four primal elements, as well as our element of time. Cool. <laughs> Could you, uh, you uh, simplify it a little bit? Uh, <laughs> of course, yes. So we take a little bit of this black stuff over here, and we take a little bit of that white energy up there, and we smash them together until we get stone. Great, okay, okay. That's solid work. I like that, uh, big man. Okay. So, like, huh. have you tested <laughs> out like, what happens when you eat it? Or... Yeah. Yes, yes, we've we've done some extensive research, and um, I have seen, uh, first seen, seen these effects seen, uh, firsthand. I come from the capital, and the capital was maybe the one of the ravaged areas. When a person consumes radiant energy, they all their growth processes are 
exacerbated, increased exponentially. Hair, muscles, tissue, mutations, in fact, until eventually they explode with radiant energy, transcending to become pure radiance, or so I, the holy people. So like Shahir, he's made of radiance. Now that is what interests me so much about this town. One, its proximity with the rift, and two, there are already entities here, such as Shahir and your pet, that can withstand amounts of this positive energy to degrees we've not seen before. And this includes Gaius, interestingly enough. Plot twists your so-called protector of the town. Now, I was wondering, uh, do I perhaps have Radiance? Because I, um, there's a chance that I might have seen someone eat it and, like, kind of had an idea of also eating it and something I could get abilities. Is that possible? He sort of looks you over and says, mm, I would advise against it. Mm-hmm. You do not seem like you would withstand it to the same degree as these others. Okay. Now... Because, okay, out of character, your dog was the one that was isekai, so your dog has all the, like, super special powers and everything. Yeah. You, you're just a regular person, so if you just start going around (laughs) consuming radiance, you would probably explode. Which is great, love that. Um... So I hope I go get other people to eat it for me. That's basically what you're saying. Excellent! Now you're a scientist just like me. I was thinking the exact same thing. So like, have you ever eaten it? Cause like, I not like I've eaten it. Like all that I said before, I was lying. <clears throat> I, in my current state, I don't think I can consume. But that's because <gasps> I've already consumed some of the negative energy. Gas. I mean, wow, that is so cool. Can you explain more? You see, there, we are coming and traveling across various uh, destroyed towns and ruins, and came across one that had this pocket, this this entity right here. You see before, and we've been able to make some adjustments to it, but I've was able to partake in some of it. It creates sort of a an interesting dynamic. I now have access to more necromantic spells as well as more dark spells. And I also have found that I don't... My wounds close much faster than they used to. Oh, and like, how strong were you before? Um, uh, physical strength. I'm nowhere near comparable to <laughs> my mental capacities. Alright. As I am a Redditor. We mean to the insult part? Well, I like it. <laughs> oh, no, oh, sorry, what was that? I, um, I mean, I believe my magical abilities have been enhanced by this, but it was a very strenuous process mm. and I put my life at risk. Okay, so like, do you have any spare on you? 
or just asking for a friend, but like what? What did like you say? Sorry. Spare negative radiance or whatever negative stuff. <laughs> um, spare negative energy. He, he like points at the the dark splotch, and he says again, without preparation, I would not advise you to directly consume it. Although, I would be very interested in a scientific standpoint what would happen to you. We oui. okay, and. So I'm gonna just pull out my water bottle, and I'm just gonna scoop some of that up. If it's possible. What was that? You like, water like bottle, squeeze some out, and just, like put some mm-hmm. goo in it. Is that what it is? Goo? I'm not sure. Oh, in the so as you look at the negative energy in the center of the room, it it seems like it's um sort of this dark splotch on reality. It's not really goo. It's it's sort of like uh, if someone dripped ink onto the very center of reality and it sort of pulses every now and then. Oh, okay. That's weird. Like, that's chill. Um, okay. Now I need to really think about this. You know, like, kind of like simplify what's going on. Inside the base, our experiments take place. And he's saying that he took negative radiance, he got more powerful. They're trying to figure out what good and bad does together, and I'm trying to steal all this shit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go check on the video recording to see if I've gotten anything from it. Yeah, and the video recording has now captured this one page of formulas and spells. Wait, how many pages are there? Um, quite a few, but he's only showed you one. You could probably just flip to them, but he might be like, he might react to that. Okay. Now, is the servant that I sent up to go get Vivi's stuff for me almost back? Um, let me roll. <laughs> oh! Yes, they are. Like, the doors slam open, and you see your invisible- No, actually, you don't see your invisible servant, but you know they're, they're nearby, and it is it's especially categorized by what looks like uh, a very nicely grilled steak that's just floating through the air towards you guys. And Julian turns and goes, Interesting. Great. Is this yours? Uh, yeah, you, uh, you can't have any, but like, I, I set Vivian down and I let her eat some of it and I put the rest in the bag to save. Roll an insight check for me, please. Okay. What did I do? 15. 15. You set her down. And Vivi looks at the the like small chunk of steak hungrily and tries to chew like lunges forward and tries to <laughs> just swallow the entire thing, even though yeah. it's about the size of her face. Um and it doesn't really work. She'll have to chew some of it. Great. Okay, so how do you how do you feed Vivi? How do you get her to not just Like, I have scissors on me, but I guess I ripped them apart. I guess I'll just use it like a knife and I'll cut some pieces of uh, And I'll kind of like make her do tricks for it. Like, oh, baby sit, you know? And like, oh, you can spin, 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 or like dance, dance, dance. And she like jumps through my legs and stuff. It's great. You see, I believe your pet here is, uh, how can I say it? Uh, a capacitor for magical energy can 
store large oh. amounts of it and then quickly discharge most of it. For your next treat trick, can I ask you to attempt something? Depends. Do I get something See, in return? Have... What would you want from me? Can I do for you? Uh, give me a copy of all those papers you got over there and we'll be chilling. Maybe. Also depends what you want to do, so. Hmm. We usually only give our copy of our research to other members of the Obsidian Enigma. And normally there is quite an intensive process, application process to join. But you are quite an inter interesting individual. Would you consider joining the Obsidian Enigma in any capacity? I'm good. Uh, what do you want to do with my dog? Because it depends. Alright, I don't- I just- I just- I need that stuff for myself, and... What kind of trick do you want my dog to do, exactly? I want to see if she can separate out some of the chaotic energy that we've created. I mean... She ate some of the radiance and like pooped it out and made like a monster. Is that what you mean? Like, uh, I what I what I am describing is we've taken some of the negative energy and positive energy and smashed them together. The energy that forms from this is chaos or chaotic energy. We've managed to pull from the chaos certain elements, but we haven't been able to pull all of the elements out of chaos. Okay, uh, secretly, I'm gonna have my secret servant uh, start stealing the papers without him looking, and I'll continue talking <laughs> to him. So... Uh, okay, Drive needs to make a light of hand check versus his perception. He's like super intensely focusing on Vivi. Knew it. And and it's sort of like you see sort of like a hungry look of like research going on. So yeah, so I'm gonna steal those papers when he's not looking. I'll like pull I'm gonna pick her back up after like, you know, she's done eating, like she's chilling now. And I'm gonna keep like a hold on her. Uh but I'll like wanna see like exactly what he wants to do. <clears throat> he gestures over a little bit and in the far corner, you see what looks like a chest with which he opens, and it's, inside there are three vials of what looks like swirling energy. That is... It, I don't know how to describe chaotic energy. It's sort of like a thrumming... It forms partial geometrical shapes that disappear back into this sort of like gray formless liquid that pulses sometimes and everything just seems to be at random intervals oh god okay so uh julian well what exactly is gonna happen here if i do allow my dog to do this you see we've we've never been able to test it before which is partially why i'm so interested or like what do you think's gonna happen like what are your two guesses good and bad the most likely scenario, your dog consumes it and then immediately regurgitates it back out. In the sort of worst possible scenario is your dog consumes it and then somehow destroys us. 
in the process of consumption. And then the best possible scenario is your dog consumes it and then is able to actually separate it out. It's become a, a filter of sort of chaotic energy. And why do you want to separate it? Do you understand how tremendously revolutionary the access of all elements would be for our population? Imagine, with this endless source of radiance, then all we would need to achieve is find regular sources of negative energy, and then we could create marvels, wonders on any scales that we've not been previously able to do. So, like, if it's successful, what are you going to do? Are you going to take my dog, or, like, you're just going to be like, well, that worked, okay, goodbye. Obviously, I would need to try to find something that can emulate your dog's capabilities. So, like, you won't steal my dog? Perhaps. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. So, like, how much stuff has my, like, servant taken? Uh, yeah, it's just one notebook, so... Yeah, you were able to grab the notebook. Sweet, okay, so we got what we need. Yeah. Sweet, so I guess I'll be like, okay, man, I appreciate the offer, but like, oh man, look at the time. My dog's probably like super hungry right now. You know, she, you know, everything that's been going on. um, Let's maybe talk about this tomorrow once like Gaius and Jahira back. Mm And you see, like, a look of, like, disappointment across Yulian's face. Yulian, like, wants to continue with this. I'll grab out, like, Mm. a drink that I have, like, the Milky's drink. It's like a milk yogurt soda. And I'll, like, throw it at him for him to have. Be like, this is for you. On the house. Thank you. Yes, I look forward to seeing you in the morning. Sweet, so I, I dip. Uh, I get out of there with Vivian and go uh, mm. nice. fight. So yeah, yay! Things stolen, things learned. That was great. And you see Shahir emerging from the rift, not as bright as before, but still a glowing phoenix that appears out of the rift. Let's see, the moon is probably in its purple phase by this no, time no. of this night. This is the first time I so, heard of a purple oh. moon. Did I ever describe the moon to you guys? Yep. Oh. So the moon, um, as the night progresses, it gets bigger, and then it gets smaller. And as it gets bigger, its color sort of changes through various hues. Um, it, yeah. It goes from blue, it fades to purple, and then as it's the biggest it gets, like, at what is what would that be like midnight or one it turns into like a very very faint white hue and then it pulls back and becomes smaller and smaller until the daytime wow so it goes goes through the blue purple range to white okay. and then from white back through to the morning and it crosses the sky in sort of like a yeah, in the, in a line-ish, but it grows bigger and smaller. It's not a, a perpendicular line to the equator. I mean, to, like, where you guys would stand, okay. it would be across one of the edges of the horizon. Yeah. Cool. 
That's actually pretty neat. Sorry, I thought I Does told you about do the moon. Interesting? I guess I can write that down too. Uh, moon note. I no, the sun doesn't do anything interesting. Um, so does that mean like the moon is like multicolored, or does that mean like the sun changes color at night to cause the moon to give off a different color, or is it just a different color? So, okay, so um, you're not on a planet. You're not on a round planet. So the world is you're flat. You're on a plane <laughs> existence. Okay. Flat Earth. I think I flat went. Earth. Um, so the the sun and moon are there's a, a story of long time ago in fantasy where they there was this horrible entity that was part of the cosmological war which caused chaos and destruction and it was managed to be sealed into the moon but every night it draws closer to the earth and but is repelled once again by the the power of the sun gods whatever you want to call it and then the sun of course is um, Put, put in place to make sure that there's continuous life and energy given to the material plane. Uh, you know, classical fantasy stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Moon notes. Moon changes color and gets bigger through the night. Nice. Okay, you guys can reconvene. Do you guys want to talk to each other a little bit at all? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Especially if you, uh, the Yulian guy figures out that I stole his <laughs> shit, um, he probably um, doesn't deserve it. So. Jihiro would want to see in the book that you stole. Yeah. So, you know, I'd say we meet up because I think we're both yeah, like, someone dang, stopped we need the magical to, robot like, in the sky from making more radiant children. Um, Actually, could I look at that book and do an arcana check to see if I understand it? Yeah, sure. Look over, and I start petting right. Vivian, because she probably deserves it. There's my d20. There it is. All right, Liam, tell me what these notes say. I, I can't see what I got. Okay. Yeah, I got an 11. And me, because I might as well learn about it, too. <laughs> Wait, That's can I 11. Can I see if I understand yes, it? You can roll a d20, add a d4, and do an arcana check. Okay, so do a d20, and then a d4, well, you said? do an arcana check, and then a d4, yeah. Okay. Arcana. An arcana. Ooh, hello. 22. And then, what was the other thing? Sorry. 1d4. One D four. The triangle. And oh, this is confusing me. I can't see what was behind it. I think two. Okay, because it was saying that I got a twenty, and I'm like guessing that's not it. Oh wait, no. It says Arcana check. No. 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 Where is it? No. I think it disappeared already. Because all it's saying is. I think. What is? I it? think you got a twenty-three total. I think it's what I was hearing. I, I guess. I, sorry, I don't know where that one went. That's okay. Um, Shahir, you look at it, and it's a, it's a whole bunch of formulas, which are very hard to understand. And it doesn't really make too much sense. It's just like 
formulas. Yeah, Shahir dropped out of university. Of random collision <laughs> equations, basically. <laughs> um, but Sarah, you look at it and you're you're starting to understand the units and stuff that they work in, and it looks like it describes how many parts of each negative and or positive to get certain quantities of certain elements. And you see under um, a couple elements, you see there's question marks. Like, under the element for water, there's a question mark under, like, what quantities are needed to produce the water element. Um, yeah. Sweet. So can I explain... Can we, like, explain this stuff to each other so, like, we can have full understanding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys talk to each other and then settle in for the night, and I think Yay. that's where we're going to fun. end with the episode. So she, she here, guys, on her back. So much stuff out, and I stole stuff. It was great. Yeah, you might have angered... Yeah. You, you got Shahir's on her back. You might have pissed off Julian by one denying him uh, his fine. research dog and also stealing his stuff. Um campaign's problem. <laughs> yep. Gaius is All gonna right. be sleeping. Yeah Gaius is it might not be able to walk okay. around <laughs> I won't read day. into that. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's because Rexir, the way she has private discussions is she challenges them to certain <laughs> challenges. So like like deadlifting or like whatever. Oh, nice. Sweet. That was a fun campaign. Okay. I'm gonna thank you guys for listening. We're going to send you back into the void by...